We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are three years, four months, and 15 days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Ned. How are you, Mr. Wizard? I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, lots have been going on. I have neglected the world in many respects because there's too much. I think I could talk about for days. There's just so many little snippets out there. It's, I've, I've resigned myself to keeping a lot of it short, other than some subjects that I really do like to get my teeth into, but just so people might have an idea of the idiocy that's going on in the world and an update that's not coming through their uh, media, normal media, that is. Yeah, there is a lot of uh, stupidity and a lot of nonsense that's, that's going on. We've talked about a lot of it over the last week. Uh, we've been, for some reason, we've been focusing on uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion in the last few days. Oh. And, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, it's, that's what it's been. We actually, we discussed it when, uh, when Marty was on last week and he, uh, he was telling me about some of the things that he deals with and he sees and, and what I've what I see and what I've dealt with, you know, in the past and what we're dealing with now and how it's just going to be uh, detrimental to to our economies and, and our, our systems of government. And well, our I mean, if you think about it, you, you use the word equity and we know that's a that's a political driven word yes. to tell people you're entitled to a outcome. So the one thing we do know is basically no one now is equal under the law anymore no one because every different group has its special conditions allowed to it if you know what i mean so the equality is gone which is you should have a fair start no matter who you are if you work for it whatever the outcome is going to be different so there isn't an equitable outcome it's what you put in you get out help along the way and everything and that is normality we have to find again you know, it's not saying, well, someone's going to be worse. Somebody is always worse off than another. That's why we strive. How are people in the West worse off? They've got it so bloody easy. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. We've actually gotten to the point where uh, we're, we're in a state of decadence because we're just so unmotivated because everybody has it so easy yeah. and everybody's been given everything so uh, who's actually oppressed I, you know I'm, I'm trying to figure that out who's who's oppressed who's who's not being treated fairly they're all oppressing each other 
that's you know, just it right there. But it's got to the point. It's got to the point that if you're unhappy about yourself, you can scream and call people anything. Especially this. I mean, yes, there's transgender to a point. Yes, there's anybody can whatever. But the screamers and shouters are the people that are, are not happy with themselves, with their own sexuality, because there's equality out there. Because you're not happy with yourself, you're being a total twat, and that's basically it. And you, you will, get, and then you just get the herd behind them that have because everyone's got too much they need something to cry about they need something to get behind because their lives are so gray we need to have something to strive for the human race has come to a null point and that's why we've got a load of crybabies a load of bitching and a loads of easy little gray molded things that corporate mouthpieces can push along so basically and by doing this, you're not doing yourself any favours because you're not showing strength. You're just showing the willingness to either give in or just moan and cry and be full of self-pity. Moan and cry and be full of self-pity. You're a crybaby and you need the group to feel powerful. Well, one of the groups that comes to mind for me is Just Stop Oil. Perfect example, right? Right, they're they're screaming, they're following this this agenda of this this climate nonsense. Right, they're the climate clowns, along with Extinction Rebellion and the other spinoffs. Is and, that the lot that aren't also. really wearing hemp clothing or anything? Those are the ones. Well, they might. The some lot? of them might be, but these are the oh, these right. are the idiots that go out there and they stop traffic and they they jump on like snooker tables in front of matches. You know, while matches are going on, they jump in. Uh, where were they? They were at Wimbledon a couple weeks ago. Oh uh, yeah, and, and it's like I, I I and it, it's actually the epitome of it was last week. Um, well, when they get. I do, I do not feel sorry for that lady. I really do not feel sorry oh, that, for that lady. Yeah, that yeah. believe she was illegally arrested. She went out to protest. Fine. Everybody's got the right for a protest. Depends on whether you're interfering with other people. And people think they've got the right to interfere. That is wrong. But when she blames her five-year-old grandson, I mean, that was miserable of her. She blamed him because the fish were dying in the pool. And yet she didn't have the common sense or backbone to go out and see if the fish were all right. If the bloody pond was a shallow pond, why not dig a bigger one for the fish? Oh, no, the fish don't count. What counts is that I'm going to be a miserable old bag and I've been really wanting to find. I tell you what, I mentioned it to a teenager, yeah? I said, well, what do you think of this? Is it me? I went, no, I'll tell you what's wrong with that person. They only needed an excuse to do what they did. And that teenager was correct. And I went, on the nose, well done. And the simplicity of it is people just need a justifiable, self-justifiable reason to fire off. And she used her five-year-old grandson, miserable cow. And she was crying on telly. No, I'm sorry. That was your own fault, dear. And the people who actually do this, and they actually haven't got a clue. They're causing more trouble to the biosphere than anything else. So personally, there should be a, a book made to of all the people that are actually causing unnecessary damage. And I think Just Stop Oil might be either somewhere near the top. Maybe there's a lot of people in there that are just getting extra pocket money for from some gender-driven, bottomless pit of money. I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, that's enough said for me. I have one. I went to say at the beginning, actually, Johnny, because when I did that talk about smallpox, I... um. Well, before you get into that, before you get into the, the disease side of things, right? Before you I was get only going to make like an apology. Already? Yeah, because okay. I said something wrong. 
I, at the beginning of it, remember I said, I've got these dates down here because I'll get them mixed up. And then I got them mixed up and I said 1951 and 1973. And when it was 1851 and 1873. Oh, I see. Okay. It was an easy thing to do. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't used to it. And I listened to, I did actually listen to my podcast with Change and I went, oops. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it's been stuck in the back of my brain. Now I can compartmentalize it and shove it out. I, I make the same mistakes. Well, uh, before you get into that, I I thought, or before we change subjects here, I thought that I would play this. They're actually giving these idiots uh, airtime now. This is one of these oil morons on Sky News this week. And air pollution is really important. And and I think I've seen Gove talking about it's time to, you know, they're going to use this as an excuse. They want to wind back on everything. Let's remember, they're funded by the oil interests. It's not an accident that they're trying to wind back. Their, their very power is connected with oil. Their wealth, their power, their greed, their, it's all connected with, with the same people. They rotate between the banks, the oil companies, the government. But I'm right in it's, saying it's, it's not surprising. Your, is it your it? chairman who was, uh, worked for Shell for 30 odd years? Am I, not, am I mixing that up? We don't have up? a chair, I don't okay. know. So um, the guy we, who was in, forgive me, I can't remember his name, who was here Graham, instead of using Graham used to, work, work, he worked used for to work in the renewable energy part of Shell, Shell. And he saw, he thought he could change the system from the inside and he realised he couldn't. So he left and now he supports Just Stop Oil. Many, many people have done the same thing. Many, many people have done the same thing. Look at the headline. Look at today's headline. Mm, 10,000 yeah. people needing to be evacuated from roads. Can we not just connect with reality, Kay? Oh, That's so important. Stupid. Connect with those parents running on with flip-flops away, uh, with their children in arms away from fire. People around the world are doing that right now. You know, peer-reviewed science says at least a billion Peer people reviewed. are going to be in conditions that are not livable by the end of this decade. We must connect with the reality. That means supply chains fail. That means economic failure. That's goodbye to our public services. That's goodbye to our stable food supply. There was a peer-reviewed paper only this week saying that there is increasing risk of um, global food failures, global crop failures around the world. We have to get real about this. Okay. you got to get real about it. It's pathetic. Peer review. Oh, my God. Academia is shoving out so much crap with the corporate rhetoric, with the government. Oh, God. They're all in one line, and yet they uh-huh. do not, they cannot. When are they going to start quoting people instead of uh, saying peer review, uh, they're not the scientist, to. whatever? They're not going to. Until they do that, they're spouting. I have something and, else. Yeah, I got something else on this, right? She she mentioned there about wildfires. You got people running away from wildfires and blah, 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 right? Holding their kids, dragging their kids away. One of the big things across the UK press this week is these uh, catastrophic, all-encompassing, engulfing the entire countryside wildfires in Greece, right? Which you just came back from there. They've been They've been hammering on that for the last couple of weeks on how just apocalyptic scenes are coming from Greece. Well... There was a mm-hmm. uh, there was an airline pilot that flew over one of the Greek Isles that has one of these wildfires raging out of control that they were talking about just the other day. And there it is. You see? Yeah. Yeah. It's just literally it's just that there is, is all it is. But you've got all the news cameras around the world on that one spot. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yes, it is a warm time of year. And yes, those olive groves do get very brittle. And when I was out in Greece, I don't know whether um, Martin mentioned it to you, Um Adjacent to the hotel, like um, one or two olive groves up, they did have a fire. And the locals bundled out, sorted it out within about half an hour or whatever. The local fire brigade van came up, sorted it, and everybody got on with their lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They are used to this at this time of year because they are very... It, that you you do not need a heightened temperature for 
this this to happen because it's it, the natural scrub, the olive groves, everything like that. They have everything prepared for something like this. This is just media hype. Yeah. If, if there weren't news cameras on it, just, just like everything else in the world, if there weren't news cameras on it, people wouldn't care. We would get on it's with It's not our, a matter they lives. wouldn't care. They don't need... It's not a matter they don't need to care. It's a matter of they don't really need the baggage of everyday life from somewhere else yeah. with yeah. people that can cope. Well, this is also interesting. The European Union and you guys, as well as the Americans, you know, we, we have these projects, right? So everybody's got these things, but the EU specifically, everybody's got these these green energy projects, right? These, these oh, um, renewable energy projects. And I had just mentioned briefly the other day about how Scotland just cut down 16 million trees to make room for wind farms because it's for the earth. Is that because they're scared of wildfires? They won't be having them then. I would assume so. Yeah, they're probably not going to have those unless one of those windmills catches on fire. You ever seen one of those catch on fire? Uh, no, it's no, something. Torch. It is something. It's yeah, it's, it's, it is a torch. All right. Um, but this island where these apocalyptic wildfires are raging out of control in Greece. Mm -hmm. Strange. I, I'm sure that this, I mean, it, it, these things, that it's just the, one of these coincidences. You see the top there is where it's outlined. That's where they've planned to put one of these giant wind farms, right? With all of these <laughs> these windmills. And the bottom there that is exactly where, is. where those wildfires are. Now, I'm sure that that's just a coincidence. I, I'm sure it is. And the wind's blowing in the right direction as well, probably. Uh -huh. Yeah, and it's it's fanning the flames all the way through, yeah. How'd you guess? Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. But, hey, yeah, burn all the trees down. What'll that do? Hang on. Release all the captured carbon in the trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. sounds like something Stop Oil would do. Maybe they've got Stop Oil out there. Maybe. maybe. Well, they probably mm. call them something else out there. I mean, just like here, they don't call them just Stop Oil. They call them the last generation. Um, but you've got headlines like this running every day now. 40 degrees Celsius summers to become the normal in the UK, says the Met Office. Really? Really. That's a bag of shite. I haven't felt 40 degrees here yet. That's the other thing. They've been talking about how this this uh, this heat wave is just raging across Europe. And I told you in prep, I've had to wear a coat three days this week. I'll tell you what it is at the moment. And it's it's snowing two hours south of me. Yeah, go ahead. 20 degrees on the computer and on the phone, it's 21. And that's, if I'm not that, mistaken... That's, that's yeah. not very close to 40. No, it's not. And if I'm not mistaken, somebody else sent me a snapshot of the weather across your region over there so right around your hometown Quite and windy. yeah it's supposed <laughs> to be very cold well windy and and cold and rainy next week and i think uh, a couple of days it's not even, yeah it's not even going to break 20 <laughs> degrees next week uh, yeah and that's what i expect and that's that's it's well, you know, it's, but, it's but funny maybe i actually we'll told heat this wave. yeah that's right i actually told this to somebody once and they said uh, one of these these green climate loonies, and they said, no, you don't understand. And I said, oh, I don't understand. Explain it to me then. They said, the cooling is the warming. Yeah, right. Of course, this is also the same person that told me that they didn't know that CO2 is what plants breathe. So you have to consider that as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So CO2 doesn't go into the grass and the cows well, don't eat the grass. Well, when I told them that. fart methane, which then yes. oxidizes, and then you get your CO2 molecules, and it works in the same cycle. And it's yeah, called, well, when I told them that, they just what, they just kind of looked at them. 
Yeah, they looked at me and I said, hang on a minute. I said, you didn't know that plants breathe CO2 and emit oxygen as a as a byproduct. I said, you didn't know that. When I told them that, they just jumped to the next subject so because they didn't want to look stupid. So the natural cycle over millennia and millions of years is that the carbon is stored within plant life and it gets crushed under pressure and it makes those wonderful things eventually that women so-called love diamonds and it's just pure carbon. So the yep. world is doing itself to actually capture it into your diamonds and compress it under so much pressure. And, of course, there's that wonderful stuff called coal, which is an amazing thing, actually. A big lump of carbon. Indeed it is. Now, to further this point, without looking at the uh, <clears throat> peer-reviewed science or whatever it is that they like to quote, but they never actually mention anybody or anything, I can quote somebody here. This is the co-founder of Greenpeace. This is Dr. Patrick Moore. He's actually listing examples of ice core samples, which again, these oil people and these green whatever, they conveniently ignore all of these things. They, they don't ignore. They just don't look into it. They don't think they need to. Okay. Well, that too. Either way, they avoid it, right? One way or the other, mm -hmm. they, they avoid it. Now, this is something that he gives and he's got charts and everything. And, and he's going back uh, all the way back to the 1300s. What he says and what he explains here, we're right where we should be. This warming period that we're in now, the modern warming period or modern warm period, began around 1600 AD. The medieval warm period was around 1000 AD. From then it cooled into the Little Ice Age, 1600 AD. That's 423 years ago, more than four centuries. That's when it started warming again. We didn't start using fossil fuels to any extent until 150 years after that. And since then, the warming has continued at pretty much exactly the same pace that it did from 1600 till about 1850, 250 years. It hasn't changed in the slightest in terms of its upward slope. And, and yeah, in fact, about 150 years from now, we should expect the modern warm period to reverse itself again and go back into a cooling period as it has three times in cycles since the Minoan warm period, which was 3,000 years ago. We are right where we should be. Yep, unless we let these corporate assholes mess it about with their, um, what yep. they call them, SIAs, these solar-injected um, atmospheric aerosols. Yes, we're vaccinating the atmosphere now. Yeah, that that yeah. thing. And these don't forget about the space balloons to block out the sun. Don't forget about those. Uh, it's pathetic. It's just ridiculous. You'd think they'd have something better to do, wouldn't you? They are so afraid of actually moving out into the solar system. They are starting to really bore the pants off of me. We've got to get moving. We've got to give humanity uh, and we've got to get it re-energized because otherwise before we become incapable and if you reach beyond the point of acute decadence we'll we'll bomb out we will or most of us will i'd hate to think what what would be the outcome of it it'll just be silly and i think they can oh i don't know i don't know it, it's pathetic I'm, I'm getting seriously bored with them how are we going to hold them to account that's the biggest problem um i don't know we're talking about Holding to account, you know, Nicola Sturgeon is up for a. She's in trouble. Yes, I know that she was. Uh, she was a well. <laughs> she was given the perp walk, but she was released later that afternoon. I understand that this? she is in it. Um, that was a few weeks ago when she actually got arrested. Yeah. You know but, who arrested her? 
well, I would imagine it would be the constabulary in Yeah, what part of it? Scotland. It was the homicide police. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. They had the yeah. tents up and everything, and the, the forensic yeah, tents and everything set up. It was the homicide police, and the, yeah, the thing is, yeah. right, the investigation, the information is just about finalized now, and it's all yeah. about was there, care was homes. There, care homes. Were, were her, was her husband involved in that somehow? I understand he was, they, they, they had him involved in some kind of questioning Well, or they've left him out of this at the moment. Okay. Now, I knew basic, that... There's an opera. Oh, they put a name to the operation. They finalised it. It's called okay. Copa, K O P E R. Basically, it's taken four months of evidence being submitted by a former nurse called Leslie Roberts, and they've created this. And basically, um, it's corporate manslaughter against mm-hmm. Nicola Sturgeon, Gene Freeman, of Scottish government, and it involves a health and safety prosecutor, Roger Livermore. So it's all going ahead. There was another whistleblower, which was Rob Wilson. And the three key points, there's a couple of flimsy ones, but it was like um, moving patients, uh, untested into care homes, the efficacy of face masks, la, 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 la. But the big one is the misuse of do not resurrect uh, forms. Yeah, the DNRs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is this is interesting because uh, this happened with a number of state governors in the United States, mainly Andrew Cuomo and the um, what do we call this person, um, Rear Admiral Levine that we have yeah. in uh, yeah. in the U.S. That was the one that was involved with it in the state of Pennsylvania under Governor Tom Wolf. But it seems to me like they're actually they're going to hang Sturgeon out to dry with it. They're going to lay it all Sturgeon. on her. Uh, yeah. yeah, it looks like she's the scapegoat. Uh-huh. But the thing is, there's other people coming out of the woodwork because um, it's like there was a um, um, a lady called Zandra Lewis and she was the registered nurse and director of Abbotswood's nursing home on the Isle of Man. Now, that being a localised area, the government moved their DHSC um, in there, which is the Department of Health and um, Social Care. Now, when COVID happened, there was no problem. She was in charge of the place. Nobody died. Wasn't the Isle of Man, they, they closed it completely off, right? There was nothing. Oh, when they went in there, they put everybody except two people on what they called end of life, the end of life pathways, uh-huh. which included no food or water. Mm. Yeah. And so basically, many of the residents um, were prescribed those, um, air quotes, respiratory drugs, midazolam and um, yeah. uh-huh. biomorphine. And so basically, within three weeks of them taking over there was 20 deaths and yet there was none up to then and this is all recorded and there's more and more people coming out of the woodwork it's disgusting but it had to happen and people are going to be heading heading for cover and because the scapegoats which we told them if you've got your head above water and you're a face you're going to be the first scapegoats for this and that's what they're going to do i don't see you as a scapegoat excuse me i do apologize my daughter gave me a she made a concoction, a, a um, fruit thing with coconut milk and everything, and I think it's working on me a bit there. I would say so, yeah. God That's... help you if you drink something healthy, my friend. <laughs> but, Your um, system's probably just rejecting it, you know? No, no, it's, 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 I'm not a coconut milk man. But, um, yes. Well, it was, it, it was nice. It's just, yeah. Well, I do apologize for that, but that's two. You're not going to get any more. Um, yeah, so... All those faces that you said you're a face and you're going to be used, but I had to head for cover. I don't pity any of them. They they didn't do what they should have done in their respective responsibilities, and that is no harm. 
and that is what what's really that's really good. The um there is oh I don't know I don't know. There's that thing in America that's come out that's really done my head in this week. The RSV that it's not called a vaccine, is it? Uh no. The resp- it's the respiratory it's called a virus. therapy. Yeah yeah it's it, it's they're, called they're a doing therapy now. Therapeutics yeah. So yeah. we they've the changed thing- they've well because of COVID they changed the definition of what a vaccine is. Yeah. So the ever. official thing is now well it doesn't it doesn't give you immunity. It is just a therapeutic. Yeah, but right. When a child gets RSV, the only treatment you give it is oxygen because its airways are closing, right? Mm -hmm. Now, there's this, they call it Bay Fortis out in your country, don't they? RSV, the the, the new gene therapy that the FDA have approved. The same people that, I don't know whether they officially approved the COVID vaccine or not. And the thing is... No, they did not. If you look at the clinical trials... They, they say on their paperwork, it's 70% better. No. 70% means the difference between 2.5% and 9.5% and figures like that. So they're playing the data on, on all these clinical trials and everything because you, you can quite readily look at it. But the problem is, on the FDA's Bifortis warning notes, you should say, and on the paperwork that you get the drug. Now, they're giving this to infants, right? And get me... Tell me if I'm right. Infants are newly born, yeah? Last time I checked, yeah. Yeah, so basically it says should not be given to infants with a history of hypersensitive uh, hypersensitivity reaction to Bifortis. Hang on. You haven't given it to them, but you shouldn't give it to them if they're hypersensitive to it and they have no history. So what the hell is that about? As far as I'm concerned, you shouldn't give it to them in the first place because none of them have a history of anything. And there's several things on that. And as far as I'm concerned, you need to just say no. It's just another thing to say no to. If if anybody mentions RSV, whether they want to call it a vaccine, whether they want to call it a therapy, just say no. Sorry, if my child has a problem, I'll bring it to the hospital and I don't want any of that. I just want proper care. Because the kids don't generally die from it. They do not die from it. They just need care. This is just another medication that can cause complications. So you've got to bin it, people. If you love your kids, if you've got a newborn, just don't. It just needs care. You know, um, I've just just on that point, I've I've tried in the past to explain to people that have young children or they are a new grandparent and they're from an older generation. No disrespect. And so I, when I say that, I mean they're they're usually they're more willing to listen. So. If they're being told these things, you know, and I've tried to do this, I've tried to explain to them essentially what you're explaining. And I've tried to throw research and uh, reviews and and, and things, you know, observations that the doctors and, and nurses have had and scientists have had and different clinical trials and things. I've tried to throw all this in front of them and they still don't hear it. Well, all they need to do is look at the paperwork that comes with it. This isn't like playing a game and accepting the privacy notice and just say, I agree, right? Just so you can play a game. These games are for real. They're playing you, but say, can I have the paperwork that comes with the drug, please? They won't even and ask just for have it. a look at the warnings. I agree with you, but they won't even ask for it. People don't know that they cannot be told no if they ask for these things, but they won't ask for them because that's the doctor, that's the nurse practitioner, that's the expert. You're to trust what they say. This is what I run into. I, I'm just well, yeah, giving, it, you, giving it, you an it, example. It's basically, it's every person in a position of responsibility has broken your trust just about in the last three or four years, people. So if you don't question it, they 
are just going to carry on doing what they're doing. But the chances are you might have heightened the percentage of harm towards whoever you're allowing or giving that drug to. Because it is. It's a drug. It's a man-made drug. Da-da-da-da-da. Simple as that. It's nothing other than that. Yeah? Call it a therapy. It's not a vaccine because a vaccine cures things. And I don't think they've made a non-live vaccine that's cured anything. And I would probably like to hear somebody say otherwise. And that's due to research. A non-live vaccine, has it actually cured anything? And the name of vaccine means it's a cure. Live vaccines are different, but yeah. So if you want to look into the history, and this is it, you see, I kick myself for two reasons. Because like most parents, we, especially obviously in, in, a, in, a, in a binary family, you've got wife, husband, and you talk about and you go through the lines and you have arguments about things and disagreements about things. And I have actually let things go because I wasn't sure or whatever. And one of the things I wish my child had never had is the MMR. But that is something I have to take on board because separately, they should never be put together. And what I knew and what I gave into is two separate things. So I am guilt. So I understand how people must feel about stuff. Yeah. Guilt or whatever. I have my own in various levels. And we will get them in my life because I know about chicken pox. I know about measles. You see, the thing is, there are so many easy ways of curing these things. I mean, chickenpox is something you run through and you need for later on in life where we talked about the shingles. Measles, measles between 1900 and 1960s into the 60s, there, was, there wasn't even, um, oh, I mean, it was 98% non-problematic until, hang on, man got his boot into it. And that's the problem because all you really do need, because what they found out is all you really need is vitamin A. Every problem person that had measles was found out due to a lack of vitamin A. And guess what? Where do you get most of your vitamin A? Where can you quite easily get readily get your vitamin A from? Dairy products, your meat products and things like that. Stuff like, hang on, they're trying to tell you that's not good for the climate or whatever they gobbing off yep. about and you can't eat that you're going to need air <laughs> protein now so that's all you need it's just it's just i mean why why did why did one of the one of those things that they used to give children get cod liver oil i mean how many people give their kids cod liver oil now um i don't take cod liver oil but i do take a fish oil supplement i take quite a high dose as well and yeah, i've seen the, 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 i've seen remarkable it's quite high in vitamin a yeah it's quite good there's loads of stuff out there which was naturally given and people have just gone, Bleh, and they've stopped doing it. And if you walk down your town high street, if you've got a busy town or into a city and stuff like that, and actually look at who is not walking correctly because of their bone structure. One of the major things prevalent within um, Western society has become um, problems with your bones. And this is mainly because seriously pesticides and everything else because it suppresses a lot of stuff that comes through the plants and we i mean we're talking 75 percent more prevalent over the years now we are actually killing ourselves off or we're causing ourselves to be i don't know what is the end result a quasimodo gathering or what 
by the end of it, you know, because we aren't doing ourselves any favours. We, we really aren't. We've forgotten so much on how to live healthily. And we've just got to re- relearn it, reteach our kids. Um, I think I, not until I actually lost one of my parents, did I actually realise that such a vast amount of knowledge just went. And uh, it's a shame. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a damn shame. The longer you live, the more knowledge you accumulate. And it's funny enough, the more people poo-poo you as well. They actually give it, you know, and you get, uh, and it's quite funny actually when when you you're a father of a teenager and some of the actual rhetoric is well, you know, <laughs> you're old. That's what it used to be like, or that is tradition, or that is ideas, whatever. It's not like that now, and mm-hmm, you yeah, get all that crap yeah. that you hear yeah. from maybe a mirror image of when you were a teenager and you were saying the same sort of crap, and you give it serious. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, but the common sense has fallen out of there and people don't want to know. And it, it, it's a shame. But yeah, I'm going to do something on, obviously I've mentioned smallpox, I mentioned chickenpox. I want to do something on measles to tell people what it's about sometime. Bore them to death. Um, but for you, here's something. What we've got coming ahead with this digital shit, yeah? Um, it's obviously being debated in, hopefully still being debated in the um, House of Lords and whatever, but for the UK listeners, right, if you want to question things like your privacy, um, your freedom of speech and everything, right, here's something that is written down and is meant to be what the UK is about. And it says the UK, the Britain is a home of liberty. It adapts a liberal approach. Being free is the default position in this country. Free speech and the plurality and diversity of view it engenders is the cornerstone of democracy in a free society. And any deviation from that approach must require extraordinary and special justification. And this is written into our country, yeah? So on that simple thing alone, that means willy-nilly people can't just wave something and say this has to happen you have every right to question it because it is so hard to justify something and that is within our own law structure that is a fundamental cornerstone of our british nation and you need to speak up because there are people trying to and on that alone i mean it's like your constitution i mean yours is a very big structure and whatever but that in itself in this country is very similar. And of course, we expanded on it a bit for you guys when we wrote yours. You guys, you guys, I mean, not to speak out of turn here, but uh, well, I mean, Marty always reminds me of, of this. It was written by Englishmen. And that's yeah. true. But you guys are welcome to adopt it if you like. It's open source. You can use it as you like. Oh, you, you know can... why? You know why we wrote it for the new land because we realised how much a big bunch of wankers we had over here in Britain yeah. and Europe, and uh-huh. it was going to probably go down a wrong wrong avenue at some time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. and well, we just you see, like the, the, this we, is we a problem. Coffee, I mean, so we're, we're, in the world, where are we? I mean, this has been coming a long time. Europe, everything's come out from. A centralized area of the world, you know, like all the empires and everything. And when they didn't like it, especially Europe, they threw their sons and their daughters everywhere else in the world. Yeah. And 
the empires used to go out, like the British Empire, and whether it's the Spanish Empire or whether it's the Portuguese or whether it's the um, Dutch or whether whatever else, they used to take stuff and bring it back in because they'd used up most of the stuff. Where you begin in civilization, your raw materials are going to get used up. That's why they say empires build and empires fall. It's so basically, at the moment, you've got what have we got? We've got the USA, Canada, they've still got loads of raw materials. You've got China, which actually is quite low within its own country because that has used, it's been around for a long time and it needs to pull it in from. It's in some respects, it's in the same shithole as Europe. Russia has got a vast amount of material wealth there as well. So that's got a hard stand in. India, I'm not sure about that. But China, its move is to get raw materials from the southern hemisphere. It's to draw up from Africa. It's to draw up. And this is what it's all about. Empires rise and fall. And this is why Europe is in the shit. Because it is a whole load of countries of shopkeepers, basically. Well, that and you have a bunch of bureaucratic clowns that don't want to do anything to actually advance anybody. They want to go in this this renewable energy nonsensical direction. And it's just not going to work. Yeah, well, it's because most of the most of the societies, including China, have based their economies on the construction business, which they build up and smash down and build up and smash down. And yet you've got the bureaucratic side because... There is no substantiality. They've got to keep creating businesses to justify an economy, whether it's your solar, whether which is useless, whether it's your wind farms, which is useless because it'll only generate 3%. They go through something. They're still going through that regime of, we'll push this until it becomes useless, and then we'll go to the next one, which we've planned already. And it's just new businesses, new, and it's not achieving anything. It is not achieving anything. And they've got to a point where there's going to be an awesome divide about raw materials. And I don't know which way it's going to swing. Well, right now you have Russia and China playing that game, trying to muscle us out because that's the only card they can play at the moment. They can't move militarily, so they're moving geopolitically and they're trying to force the Europeans, the UK, the Indians to an extent. Uh, they're, they're at least they're trying to capture the, the Indians and bring them into their sphere of influence. Uh, they're China probably never, going to try. And, China will never capture. India does not like China. Does I not understand. Trust China. I understand. But India is trying to play both sides of the field here, right? So yeah, they want it's piggy in the middle. Yeah. And the Japanese, I'm actually kind of concerned about the Japanese because when it comes to the resource game, they don't have anything to offer. And no, that's what they that's what they've been uh, dependent on. So they've built their society and their economy out of having a manufacturing and refining base. So they bring in the raw materials and they manufacture and, and refine yep. things and then ship them out. The only thing they really have there is uh, silk. I think that's about the only thing they actually produce domestically. But the Japanese, I think... If we don't do something in order to guarantee them, if you know what I'm trying to say, if we don't guarantee them uh, something to uh, stay relevant here, then we run the risk of losing the Japanese to the sphere of Chinese influence as well. So this is a major problem. Uh, that I would never have thought could happen. I don't think that it can happen either, but I'm just trying to examine all things here. Uh, the Japanese would do it probably out of sense of national survival, but I don't think that would even matter because the Chinese, I think, would, you know, with the way that they do things. Actually, 
This is interesting. And I, I ran this by you last week. I was listening to a, a Russian historian actually talk about this. And one of the problems that they're running into in Russia is they were concerned about the Russian economy and how it's kind of teetering at the moment. And it's it's not doing too well, at least behind the scenes. It's not doing too well. If you look at the ruble, it's at a five-year low. They can put out all the propaganda they want, but their, their ruble is not holding up very well. Now, the Chinese are their biggest customer, right? Because of all the sanctions and everything you've got going on from the West that aren't really sanctions, but you know, for the sake of argument, that's what they are. So the Chinese are looking to possibly go in and buy them out, if you know what I'm trying to say. One of the things that's actually happening right now is the Chinese are crossing the Russian border. And they're doing it legally. It's not like they're doing it illegally, but they're crossing the Russian border. Your assignment, if you're a Chinese national, is to open a business and get a Russian name. So if you're, how do I put this? Um, there's no other way to, to really look at it. It's, it's almost reverse colonization, isn't it? So you have the Chinese that are going to Russia and they're becoming Russian citizens, learning the language and everything, but they're Chinese national with Russian names. See, this is a problem. Mm -hmm. We are creating our own nightmare here. Well, actually, I'd say the stupidity of Ukraine the stupidity of the backing and the, the melting pot they've created, irrespective of whether you had some idiots that want to use it to have a slap, slap at Russia or whatever. If Russia was actually, I don't know, historically, Russia, and whether reading, whether it's books, or whether people think Russia's behind it all, or whether Chinese or not, the one thing you cannot afford to do, and irrespective of anything, is... China, I am so surprised it hasn't destabilized yet. It is not doing well. The, the, no, the Chinese. It needs. It needs to. It, China needs to actually. Well, Internally, it can't afford. It can't afford to come clean. It's yeah. a mess. Yeah, Ch and China people internally. Want it because there's no guarantees. It, economy cannot back up any lending. No, it can't. And the, well, neither economy can. The, the Russian economy can't do it either. So they're talking about doing this uh, this BRICS thing, and you're backing it up with what? You're going to back gold. it up with with gold? Okay, fine. That's let's say they're going buying up gold. Fine. Yeah, let's say they're going back it up with gold. You've got two systems that are based on lies. I mean, well, don't I get me wrong. I, I, hang on, don't get I me wrong. Say, we have got system. Everybody's government is based. I understand. On lies. I understand. But we're we're talking about two different systems here. This is our biggest misconception: is we try to mirror our views and our way of doing things onto the way that they do things. That's not how it works. They have an entirely different system to us. Their systems are diametrically opposed to what we have yeah, here in the I West. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, all so our you can't, systems are diametrically opposed to them. Yes, but you can't it's not, compare. It's not, it's not comparison, but it's quite ironic that what used to be, it's like equity. It's like your house. It's your bricks and mortar. Every government in the West used to show its stabilization with its gold reserves. And yet we binned them. Yes, but we've also had other things that we could back it up with. We could back it up with guarantees, and we could stick to those guarantees. When you've got no, nations that work on cloak and dagger. Yeah, but what I'm saying is countries like Europe can only do paper guarantee, aren't they? They're in a bit of a pickle here. At the moment, yeah. They're in a bit of trouble because they haven't actually kept with things. They're too busy playing the stupid game uh, up, up there in these, these councils of whatever in the hell that they've created. And well, it, it, the ridiculous of it, of it all is, yeah. Now, finally, I mean, it was quite interesting. The other day was there were seven countries within the European Parliament that actually voiced 
openly that they were cheesed off with the who did you did you see the meeting I did, and I didn't care for the people that were sitting up there. Why? You mean Romanian? Yeah. Um, is it Christine? It was Christine. Yeah, one of the Anderson? one of the German people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the one that you that called out Trudeau, I believe, was it? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, it's got to I start believe... somewhere. What they're saying is not what I have a problem with. Who they represent is what I have a problem with. Well, this is it. Yeah. But the thing is, the voices have got to energize somebody else, and that it's got to start somewhere. And the simplicity of it all is what they said was true. What they said was blatantly yeah. true. Yeah, and I, I didn't have a problem. Because didn't have a problem, that man. place was full. I mean, okay, it wasn't like the UK Parliament when uh, one of our MPs stand up and everybody else legs it because they don't want to be seen to be associated with the truth. There was a, a rather large audience there, and maybe, just maybe, you'll get something moving on it, whether it's another fog screen or not, because I it just goes from one rhetoric to another because it's too late because until von der Leyen is no longer there i don't see anything happening do you no i don't uh and <laughs> they're actually talking about making von der Leyen. well biden suggested that von der Leyen become the head of nato can you imagine <laughs> head of nato that's yeah. scary what backed by pfizer i would assume that it'd be backed by pfizer and so and nato is now backed by, by pfizer <laughs> <laughs> yes brought to you by pfizer <laughs> Uh, it's it's just ridiculous. Trudeau, he needs removing. The he thing is, is you got to pull all these people down. You know, I, I don't I don't trust it. As I was saying this earlier this week, I, I don't trust any of these people, whether that's Biden or Trudeau or Sunak or uh, Macron. or I, I don't trust any of these people. All of these people have been part of political parties and they themselves that have taken money from Russia and China throughout their political careers, well, you know, all the way back into the Clintons. They're just puppets. The problem is the countries. I do, I do not understand how, unless both parties in every country in the West are totally dodgy and there's no one, because there should be charges somewhere along the line. Yeah. Somebody should be speaking up no matter from anywhere, but nobody from anywhere? Well, I think this. I goes mean, to you've the got Biden. Point. I mean, that, that, that. I mean, it doesn't become more comical or more obvious than that. That's yeah? true. That that the, the Biden mafia is just a joke. Um, I mean, and the the laptop, and they focus on the drugs and stuff like that. But what was that um, firm that um, he had dealings with, which was um, what the gas company? No, 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 the pharmaceutical company. Begin with an M. Well, Moderna. No, 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 no. Um, what was it? Oh, I, was trying to, I had it. I spoke to mine about it. I couldn't get it. And then I got it again and I forgot it again. But it's 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 on his laptop and everything. And there was a dealings with the pharmaceutical business. There's loads of money um, in it. Yeah. Okay. I think I think I know what you're talking about. I, I want to say it had something to do with that Rosemont Capital that was coming out of China, I think. But yeah, but um, that should be in the foremost. Not, oh dear, he does drugs. He's a poor boy. He can't handle this and do whatever. And let's go to court on whatever agreement and then what let I'll, I'll agree to admit to everything if you let me off well so don't justification yeah, is that don't you get it though this is exactly why those people are in there you wonder why nobody's speaking up because it's cooperation blackmail that's what it is they're in there <laughs> yeah. because they're compromised because they will keep their mouth shut and if they don't they're going to lose everything and when i say they're going to lose everything they're going to go back to whatever jail cell they belong in and their political career is finished. If any of these people, if they weren't politicians, what the hell else could they do? They the couldn't do anything. Problem, the irony of it is they're accelerating 
the breakdown of everything. They're going to yes. lose it anyway. Yeah, they're going to lose it anyway. They they don't understand. You know what? How many times have I played that clip of what's his name, the KGB guy Bezmanov, when he says, "No, you people don't make it. You're the first to go every single time." And that's what it is. These people, they will do business with you like the Chinese. They will do business with you only for so long until you're not needed any longer. Once they have gotten you to the point where they have reverse infiltrated you, compromised every bit of you that they can get and gotten to your points of resources, as in like your money making and everything else, they're done with you. And that's it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Metabiota. Metabiota. Yes, you're right. That Now that you say it, now I know it. Yeah. Metabiota. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And I've made a note because... There was there is a group of doctors who have bought uh, some litigation. They filed a federal lawsuit, haven't they, for uh, uh, for the unuse the unlawful attempt to ban ivermectin, which caused unnecessary harm. And they've filed a lawsuit against the government in your country. And I think in Canada, there's over three hundred soldiers have launched a lawsuit against because of the vaccine mandates against them as well. If they are able to launch that lawsuit and if they were able to get any kind of headway on it, then I applaud them for it. Oh, yeah. Because what was done to our forces is not right. So you've got the Canadian soldiers and you've got the doctors trying to do that there. You've got a couple of... Now, in America, you've got your federal government, you've got your states, and then within the states, you've got counties, haven't you? Yes. So there's at least two counties in Florida that have actually filed something i think it's brevard county and hillsborough county they've literally uh put into paper that the covid injections are a bioweapon and they're not to be used interesting they've yeah. actually used that term covid shots are bioweapons they need to be all seized and destroyed yeah and that came from state attorney general in brevard county and in hillsborough county I think there might be Lee County as well. They're speaking up about it as well. So in Florida, the counties are pulling together to go yeah. da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. Florida doesn't surprise me. And and to be honest, I I would not be surprised that it would be picked up by the uh, the the state attorney general down there. Uh, oh yeah, because, he's, but he's because he point. was put, he, yeah. he was pushing a hell of a lot. But yeah. the nice thing is, it's doing at local level, and they're giving it bump. Yeah, but and that's the harm. Is, that's where the, the harm. Is that's where the power caused. is. Yeah, that's where yeah. the power is, is at the local level, just like you're talking about. You know, we got our bottom up system. We actually, you know, the counties, you know, the, the counties that, that are formed and then the state and then the federal, we actually took that system from you guys. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, uh, it's it's funny you should say that because in Canada, there are provinces now telling the government to piss off. Good, as they should. That's what they yeah. should have done through the They're entire saying, COVID debacle. Don't get mixed up in province law. Yeah. Leave us alone. Yeah, good. And yeah, but this is what it is. It's like in the UK. Everything's got to start at local council level and get moved up. Though. It's the only way to do it. And it's the only way that people can do it. I feel sorry for people. I mean, these massive, um, you take Israel, massive, massive protests, 100,000 people, etc. And yet they're still trying to push that um, judiciary thing, aren't they? Netanyahu, is it? Whatever his yeah. name is. Netanyahu. Yeah, I've been watching the protest out there. It's uh, it's pretty large. And yet he just he went into hospital for um, sorting his pacemaker out. And he didn't stay in there long because he had to get out to try and push that agenda. Yeah. And that, that that's not good either. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, you, you talk uh, about have you bioweapons. Heard... You... Yeah, sorry. 
on that on that because I, I don't want to gloss over this since you're here um you talked about bioweapons i i've got a few things here this week so lebron james's 18 year old son yeah had a cardiac arrest on the basketball court during a basketball workout because that's normal uh cnn actually even said you'd be surprised how often this happens you know yeah, I, no actually they, i wouldn't be surprised how often it bloody yeah. happens actually uh, this is a second one. You've got a 22-year-old ex-Premier League star forced to retire early due to myocarditis. 22 years old. They retire out of the Premier League at 22 years old. It seems to me like that's just when his career is getting started. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 18-year-old Colombian World Cup star is rushed to the hospital after collapsing during a training. So uh, it's, it's, just, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And we were we were watching in prep. Uh, I showed you the video of the... Um, uh, the game from um, it was, um, <laughs> the presenter uh, fell over. Yeah, FC Barcelona. Yeah, the presenter fell over right there live on TV in pregame. Yeah. Six minutes. Somebody gave me some help. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but but the thing is, right? There is actually a paper, a former out there called Good Science in there, and they actually issued um, numbers from the first of July, uh, twenty twenty three. Now, well, actually, and it said as of April twenty twenty three from January, so twenty one. So you had from January twenty one to April twenty twenty three, and they actually officially produced this paper at the beginning of the, of the month, right? And basically, this is athletes, right? They wanted to note athletes that had cardiac and serious issues, yeah. The number was 1,884, and that's athletes. Now, this is supposed to be, yeah, and how many of them do you think died? I'm going to go with uh, probably all of them. <laughs> Not quite. Not, Not quite. quite. Uh, I did. I did say serious issues. So yeah, well, but so 13, did I. <laughs> over thirteen hundred of them actually died. God. I mean, the percentage of it is massive. But the thing is, this. So if if people looked at the papers, whether it is a sports person or whatever, yeah. Um, that this is not just athletics. So they started to look out and they start looking. People have been found dead in the cabs of trucks. People have died at the wheel and crashed into things. They've collapsed on campus. Yeah, we've had students go out the window. Um, and they basically, they've died suddenly. And you're getting all this sudden death syndrome and stuff like that. Oh, they got sads, uh, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, they put on there no cause, no cause of death, unknown. And followed by the long COVID story to cover everything else because it has to be COVID, and if they can't get it under COVID, they get it under climate or whatever. You know, there's a wildfire in Greece, I suppose you choked to death on the smoke over in the UK. I don't know. It's become, it's a circus. And people are just accepting all this. How many people, I mean, that's nearly 2,000 athletes, and these are prominent people. We're looking at the uh, the FIFA numbers, right? So FIFA is the, the governing body overall, the, yeah. the football. We were looking at their numbers, I think it was almost a year and a half ago now, and their death numbers of their athletes across all uh, football teams in Europe. Just in Europe was, I want to say it was like 3,000, the, the number was over 3,000% death what? increase. Oh, 3,000% increase. Yeah, yeah increase in death, yeah. 3,000% can be... From, I mean, if you think about it, well, that's that wasn't including I like mean, cardiac these, issues. No, people dropping dead on the pitch did not happen. No, no, absolutely not. And it if, just did not happen. Anybody, no. right? Ask your parents. Ask anybody that used to, you know, that follows football. If you're the son 
of a father or a mother that follows a sport that you like or whatever, just ask him the question. Before COVID, how many people do you know have actually dropped dead on a sports pitch? If they say anything above zero, I'll be very surprised. I can tell you growing up and playing all kinds of sports, you know, I, I did the track and field. I did long distance running. I did baseball. I did uh, basketball, all this stuff, right? I didn't play football or anything, American football. Uh, I played what you would call football. I played soccer. Uh, I did soccer. play that. So Yeah, I played all these sports. These are all uh, very taxing sports. These are sports that you push yourself to the limit on cardiovascularly and I don't ever remember anyone ever having any kind of a problem. I mean, occasionally you had somebody that got, you know, like the wind knocked out of them or something, right? That happens. But nobody ever had chest issues, you know, like chest pains or, or had to be taken off or, or hauled out with a, with emergency services. Never. I, I don't ever remember that. I have known people, especially in the services, that have played some serious sports in some serious weather, hot weather, and then being under the weather because they've been out on the party the night before, uh, right? Yeah. And that's pushing your body to an extra extreme. And I don't think anybody dropped dead. I think they might no. have felt like they wished to. Oh, yeah, but I'm they, sure. Yeah, but, but no, this does not happen unless somebody's messed around with that muscle. Yeah, that pump has been messed with. They've broken you. They've literally broken you. They've hurt the machinery, and that's not good at all whichever way you look at it. And, oh, I don't know. So what they're pushing now, they're, they're, they're doing the... How, how many how many uh, virus alerts have we had in the last month, by the way? I think I've been watching the ones coming out of uh, out of the UK press. I think you guys have had at least three. Oh, yeah, get it that, yeah. aren't we? You guys have had at least three. <laughs> uh, I think the last one that I saw, uh, they said that there was a, um, a hemorrhagic something or other that was coming from the Middle East and it was going to have a 40% fatality rate, but that was like two, three weeks ago. Uh, that wouldn't what was What was it I heard? It was something that was seriously like there was, um, oh, I can't remember. It was a CC something else, whatever. And it was like a Colombian something else virus and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Combined with and it's been, uh, Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, yeah. Yeah, and it's been around since the 1200 sort of thing, you know what I mean? And there's yeah, never yeah. been a real bad problem. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to come around and knock us out. It's like we know that the virus, so basically what they're doing, lining everybody that's immunocompromised with the COVID vaccine up to get pushed over the edge by the next one they send out. Is this the finishing that's off routine? I, I would the, say this is I the finesse. So, yeah. I would say this so. Is the yeah. Finesse. The first <laughs> one was to Oof. yeah. The first one, if they didn't get you with with the actual full dose of it, if that didn't knock you down enough, then they'll just hit you with another another one on the surface because of your compromised immune system. Yeah, it won't be able to handle it. Yeah, that that would be interesting. Yeah. And what will they blame that on? Climate change. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they're they're and, running headlines. Those, they're yeah. running headlines in the BBC saying that you know the extreme heat will cause your blood to thicken and clot, and you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just actually, ridiculous. Sorry, heat does not make my blood clot. Hang on, I was going down Nile, and it was forty-seven degrees, and then I turned the corner where the actual desert hit the water, and then it hit the fifties, and I went, "Hmm, that's like an oven." Uh -huh. But when I was out, when I went out the Emirates and stuff like that, yeah, you know, one of the best things I found in that heat, I found a frame of a push bike. So I rebuilt it, got on the damn thing and went out in all that lovely heat, 
cycling. There's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't make your blood clot. I'll tell you what does make my blood boil. Idiots. You know what I mean? It's just I do know joke. what you mean, yes. I do. Well, so, my friend, we're at time. Do you have any final thoughts before I get to your surprise? Oh, I don't know. Um, let's let's give them something really depressing to think about. For all those that are just going to be wiped out by the... Um, all you guys that are in a bad state of immunocompromised and they want to get you with the next one, just think of it. Before you cop out, they'll tr what they'll try with the rest of us, the survivors, is get those poor buggers in the 15-minute cities to pay... They can't afford, so they'll sell their carbon footprint to the rich, so the rich can have everything. And there we go. We'll be in our own little cages. That's right. We will be in our 15-minute cities where all of your needs will be met. Ned, do you remember the dancing nurses on TikTok and the clapping for the NHS during COVID? Do you remember that? I remember people coming out in the cul-de-sac and giving it clap, clap, clap. Now, I said, and this is it. Coming from a serviceman's point of view... I went, that is the biggest load of shite out. Because when you go to war and when you do things, you do it because you've taken the job on. You uh -huh. do not need that clapping to say, well done, whatever, because thank you very much for every little thing and everything they used the NHS for. I will give you 25% off your food. Everybody else paid more than 25% because they hiked it up and they used the NHS. So I wasn't about to clap anything. Especially I don't, when the Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I don't. I I was watching what you guys were doing with that and I thought, my God, what a farce. But, you know, no disrespect or anything. But, but it actually um, showed how many people could act like, I don't know, sheep? Seals. The, you know, seals clap, don't they? Yeah. My wife never told me off and she works for the NHS. Because, I mean, I didn't go to the door. She didn't expect me to go to the door. I mean, sorry, but... Well, I think um, you said her straight yeah. before you went to the door, so... <laughs> 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 well, anyway, you don't have to worry about clapping for them anymore because now the NHS has a new mantra. Take a listen. So you see they're, they're fighting for climate change now, yeah. All right, so the NHS are fighting for climate change, but still pushing drugs on your kids. Yes. Sorry. What am I supposed to say to that as a parent? Well, honestly, I think that you could you could throw them in with the rest of the um, uh, the people like that woman from last week who got herself arrested and then blamed it on her five-year-old grandson. They all belong um, in the same basket. Cutting carbon will hurt the planet. That is the only thing I can say. Cutting carbon will hurt the planet. Basically, the planet will adjust and everything else. But what you're doing is you're not helping the planet. You're finding reasons and businesses to create businesses upon businesses on a foundation of crap. And people are just making money out of it. And you're the silly people that are paying for it. Well, that's okay, Ned, because when we go down the digital road, we'll just all have digital currency and we won't have to worry about going bankrupt after that. Oh, yeah. And who'll have the electric cars? I've Klaus Schwab, I guess. I, I don't know. Because, it won't be us. Because you 
be entitled to one, and nor will I. No, no, we will not be entitled to one. You know, and I, I actually, I'm, I'm ashamed to admit it, but um, I have one, and it's, it's absolute crap. But I, I, I had to take it. I didn't have a choice. I, I had to take it. But That's it's, fine. it's there. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather take an electric. It's a car golf than cart a with air conditioning. Yeah, it's, it's. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. It's a golf cart with air conditioning. That's all it is. You know, it's, it's, it's well, good for like zipping down. around. No, actually, it has air conditioning. You know, it's, it's got air conditioning, uh, that's and bad it, for you. and it works. Yeah, and it works. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I don't need it. I need the damn heating now because it's so cold over here because apparently the entire continent's on fire and I must have missed it. Oh, well, I don't know. i tell you what, uh, no fire came through here yesterday when I put left me washing out for just 15 minutes too long and it was that full of water that I went, you're staying out overnight. So, yeah. Well, you see, now you just get yourself a just get yourself a dryer and be kind to the planet. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we'll see you next week. And next week, you're actually going to be on a couple of days. Uh, we're going to we're going to start supplementing. We're going to have you doing uh, some shorter ones on uh, a day. Yeah, or two it might, might be week, nice so. just to um, do a couple of short ones. Yeah. I've got to try and lighten this up because it's a, we're we're going through a dark. Time yeah, yeah. Well, and... yeah. We'll talk about yeah. We'll talk about other stuff. You know, we'll talk about some sciencey stuff or something. Bruce and I like to talk about science stuff. Maybe I'll get just, him to stop in one afternoon. People have just got to learn to actually speak to people and be good to people. It's a bit of a dark time. Uh, I hear you, man. We do our best around here to try and do that, even when we're off recording. You know, it's tough sometimes because we're going through all this dark and dreary stuff, and it's like, is there any light at the end of this tunnel? You know, it's just yeah, it's terrible. Anyway, all right, we're gonna go ahead and call this one done. It's been an absolute pleasure my friend we'll see you next week thank you for being here today thank you to all the listeners god bless everyone and have a great evening yeah good night all